It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? Today, we are going to talk about Kyle Kuzma. Is he on the go or maybe not? Maybe he might be here for a little bit, so we're going to talk about that. Terry Rozier is on the move to Miami, so we're going to compare that move to a potential Tyus Jones trade and see what we truly can get back for Tyus Jones, and we're going to do a preview for tomorrow night's game against the T-Bowls next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. And tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 and bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. All you got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So again, to get you guys our itinerary for tonight, uh, we are going to look at Kyle Kuzma. Is he on the move or maybe not? He might be sticking around for a while. Uh, Terry Rosario is on the move to South Beach, but we're going to compare his move to a potential move for Ty Jones and truly see what can we get in return. And we're going to preview tomorrow night's game against the T-Wolves. Uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, looking at uh, this was this is a uh, coming from the Adrian Wojnarowski show, and he said that the uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Michael Winger and Will Dawkins have been reticent on moving Kyle Kuzma, receiving offers but no counter offers. Doesn't seem like they're active in trying to move him. So this comes after <laughs> uh, they, the asking price was two first-round picks. Then the first-round picks, they did not like the 2024 draft class. So it was 20, 2025 and better. And now they're not getting many counter offers. So, E, um, are they asking too much? Do they need to be realistic? And are they kind of overvaluing, or, or kind of overvaluing uh, Kyle Kuzman and what his trade value really is? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think, they're you know, they're, they're playing, I'm not going to say hardball, but they're trying to get the most – value from for Kyle Kuzma. I don't think you'll get two first pick two first round picks, but I do think you'll definitely get a first rounder. 
Um, <laughs> recently, he has not been playing well, but his overall body of work certainly is worth a first round pick. I mean, you have a lot of te- a couple of teams that have called uh, apparently per reports the Mavericks. Uh, we talked about the Mavericks yesterday. We talked about the Kings. Uh, we talked about a couple playoff teams. I know the Pacers were interested before Pascal Siakam. Uh, so there are a good amount of teams that are certainly interested in Kyle Kuzma for sure. Um, but <clears throat> they do have time. They don't have to trade him this year. He's on a good contract. We talked about how the money goes down each year. It's a descending contract, which was smart on Will Dawkins' move. And Kyle Kuzma still got a, a, a nice contract, even though the yeah. money's going down. So there was it was smart for both sides. Uh, and teams look at that too, that you know, he he's on a really good contract. So they don't have to really break the bank to move him over here to wherever team that they, they trade for, uh, trade for him. So I, I, I think they, they're, they're being smart. They're taking their time with it. But I think, honestly, I don't think his value will go up any more than what it is right now. So they may just want to capitalize on a couple teams trying to trade for him at this point and um, just really just take kind of if, if you're going to get a first. I know it depends. <laughs> they're they're really looking at the year. They there's reports saying that they don't want a 2024. They went you know a little bit later. They wanted to be higher and better than what Pascal Siakam got. So I don't I don't know if they'll get that. But I get them not jumping the gun. But at the same time, you know, if somebody comes up with a good offer, I, I certainly would take it. So, but I understand them them kind of playing hardball, being patient, taking their time. That this could have it could they could trade them in the off season. They could trade them next year. Yeah. They have time. It's not a rush where with Tyus Jones, his contract is done this year. DeLon Wright, his contract is done this year. They're both those guys are free. So you have to get something for them. You can't let those guys walk for nothing. You got to get something for Tyus. Got to get something for DeLon. Yeah. Uh, you just have to. Where with Kuzma, you got a little bit of time. You can be a little bit patient with it. And, um, you know, so I, I get it. I think Will Dawkins and Michael Winger, they know what they're doing, of course. So I, I understand that they're being reticent. I like that word. <laughs> reticent, which is definitely a new word. I, you know, I've, I've, I've I don't think I've really seen that word before either. Nah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so thank you, Woj, for the using the word reticent. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, man. I mean, there's no, they don't have to move him right now. They have time. He's a very team friendly deal. Um, he's a good leader in the locker room. He likes DC. He's playing well. Um, so there's really no need to rush it, but. We're in a rebuild. So, like, I mean, if you look at the contract, yeah, it's a team-friendly contract. We don't need to move him. Obviously, you need to get something for Tyus. You need to get something for DeLon if you want to move on. Try to get whatever you can for Shamit. But here's my thing. And then, like I said, I'm a big fan of his new front office, man. Big, big fan. Um, big believer. Um, I know they're going to make the right moves they have so far. But I will kind of use – I'm going to say this. We didn't get much for Bradley Bill. And we should have got a lot for Bradley Bill, which – if you look at all the assets we had the last couple of years, man, if you were going to get a King's ransom for anybody, it should have been Bradley Bill KP, and we didn't. And we we seem to overvalue our guys. Um, the last three years, we've overvalued our rookies, um, in my opinion. I like Corey Kispin. I like Denny Avia. I like I like Johnny Davis, um, even though his, it seemed like his time is up. And obviously, I like Bilal, man, but we're overvaluing our guys, man. We're overvaluing them. Um, once you put Kyle Kuzma, and like I said, no disrespect. I love Kyle Kuzma as a player, man, but on a contender, he's a third or four, fourth option. Paxton Siakam, I mean, to, to put him in the same sentence, talking about this is what we want. I, I I don't see we don't have no leverage. We have zero leverage. Teams don't have to do a deal with us, man. Like we're in a tight spot, and teams know that. 
Look, other GMs and other executives know to spot rent. We need them more than they need us. And let's be 100 about that. You know, we're trying to move on off of these veteran contracts because, one, we're trying to finally start a rebuild and get these young guys a lot of minutes, including Jenny and Bilal, especially Bilal because he's on the bench right now. But, I mean, there's, teams don't have to deal with us because we're in a bind right now. We have to move on. We have not started a rebuild yet. We are still in the same spot we were last year minus KP and Bradley Bill, which is you have veteran guys fighting for minutes and you have young guys are fighting for minutes and you're trying to find minutes for the, the vets and showcase them and, and still develop. And we said it last year, E, you can't develop at the same time as you're trying to showcase to a certain degree. No, you got you to gotta choose one or the other. And right now they have to showcase. You've got to move these contracts. Now, so looking at Kyle Kuzma, yeah, they don't have to move on, man, but his value is not going to get any higher. Let's be real. He's not going to get any higher because, again, he is a third or fourth option on a contender. And, you know, like I said, I love Kyle Kuzma as a player. Great leader, great personality, great dude. You know, checks all the boxes. But here's the thing. Uh, we know his play style, which is very ISO. He's, he shoots a lot of shots. You know, he's a guy who needs the ball in his hand. How does it affect a lot of these younger guys who are trying to develop? I mean, you know, eventually, I mean, and that's where I'm at, man. You know, I'm I'm trying to start the rebuild. I mean, the longer we hold on to these vets, man, and I get it, you need veteran leadership. I know people are going to get in the comment section, oh, we need a veteran. I get all that. But here's the thing, man. I mean, Anthony Gill's a daggone leader. I mean, he's he's already a he's already a coach. So I it's, I, I don't I, I thought that they kind of aimed a little too high when they once they went past one first round pick. Now, if you, you know, we're going to talk about the uh, Terry Rozier trade, which I thought that was a trade we should have made. But um, but they got to be realistic, man, because teams aren't they're not coming back with counter office because the, in my opinion, seeking more than one first round pick for Kyle Kuzma is bananas. It's bananas. I mean, it, it, I, you're not going to get that. You're just not because he's not Pascal Siakam. And there's no disrespect to Kyle Kuzma, but he's not Pascal Siakam. I mean, is he OG Ananobi? I don't believe so. OG Ananobi plays defense. I mean, he's a guy who's, I mean, it's just, uh, you got to be realistic with what you're trying to get, man, because teams, again, is that type of situation where we need other teams a lot more than other teams need us. Now, you can look at our talent and say, yeah, they, they are definitely guys on this roster that we could, that, that a contending team could use. But let's be real, not a lot of teams are really heavily beating down the door to get any of our guys, man. And it's just being 100 because look at the last couple of years. I mean, look at these young guys. Nobody was asking about our young guys. So I always felt like we were always overvaluing our young guys, man. Um, again, we got not much for Bradley Bill. We didn't get much for KP. Did we? I mean, either one, did we get a first-round pick? So, I mean, you know, it's just that's the way the market is, man. We Because we're fans of this team and we like these guys and we love these players doesn't mean the, the league does. You know, the, the league may not value Kyle Kuzma the way we do. Like me and you, we watched him come along as a guy coming from the Lakers, going from a role guy to a complete player. You know, we 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 were here up front and you know in, in seeing his development. But the rest of the league may not value him the way we do, man. Because I mean, if I'm an opposing GM, I'm not giving you two first round picks for anybody on this roster. Nobody. I mean, I will probably give you a first for Kuz, and and a contending team is a late round pick, anyways. But you're not getting a lot of pick for anybody on this roster, and not. I mean, Tyus, I think you could get a really good. Kind of what they got for Rozier. Like I said, we're about to talk about it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we're overvaluing our guys, man. I mean, we've got to be realistic because it's – we were talking about before the broadcast, man, about caving in. I think that we're going to be the ones going to cave in. Eventually, we're just going to have to take the deals that – the best deal, the the the, the best worst deal. 
kind of like Bradley Bill. You know, and we're not really Bradley Bill because he had a lot of um, say so where he wanted to go. But KP, you know, that deal sending KP to Boston was a last minute deal because you know, it came down to a hurt player in the, for, the, for the Clippers. So we got to take what we can get, man, and move on. That, and that's what I said on the last episode, man, is that you're not going to like the return you're going to get. Because if you weren't going to get a first round pick for Bradley Bill KP, you're not going to get a huge return for Kyle Kuzma or Tyus Jones. And Shannon is going to be a th- he's going to be a salary filler. I, I know this, I mean it's just it is what it is. I mean Delon, you know I mean, and that's where I'm at. Get these contracts off the books. I get aiming high, but be realistic because at the deadline we got to start a rebuild, man. We cannot go through another season of trying to juggle veteran guys and young guys because you're just you're going to waste time. We wasted how many years of Denny's time of development because we're sitting here trying to play be a playing team and we're not developing anybody. You know, we have to literally, we got to strip this thing down and start developing guys. Bilal needs to be developed. He is a star. And if we mess this up, I'm trying to tell you, man, that's going to be a monumental mess up. <laughs> I mean, you cannot jack that up. Bilal is a star in the making, man. He's just begging to be developed. And if you develop him right, you got a star, a homegrown star. Denny, mm-hmm. develop him. He still needs to be developed. Develop him. I mean, just get what you can get. I get aiming high, and look, like I said, I'm a big believer in Will Dawkins, Michael Winger, Travis Sling, the track records are immaculate. But here's the thing, you know, aiming high is one thing, but you have to be realistic. And that's where I'm at, man. I, mm. I think that you need to take the, the best deal you can find and kind of lower the price a little bit. You're not going to get more than first, one first-round pick for Cockers. And that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, can, they can only play hardball so much uh right now and, and the other teams the grizzlies the spurs the warriors are among those who could have interest in kyle kuzma so yeah, there, there is a bidding war but like you brought up man you can only play hardball so much and you know them getting the first round pick for kuz to me is a win just getting one is a win getting two is a is yeah. certainly a home run hitting it out of the park and all that but the most realistic thing that they're going to get back is, is probably a first you look at rosier who we're going to talk about rosier and kuzma they're kind of like in that same uh, talent range, both yeah. scores, both, you know, they they can heat up. <laughs> Sometimes the shot selection can be a little questionable here and there, but they both are legitimate. Like, Terry Rozier is putting up 23 points a game. And then just look at, at Kuzma. Kuzma's, you know, scoring about the same, around, around like yeah. 21, 22, something like that. Um, just pulling out, yeah, Kuzma, he's averaging about 21.8. So we're, we're going to get to him real quick. But they, they're probably going to have to look at that and be like, hey, that's that's probably – Similar to what we're realistically gonna we're we're gonna get, we're not gonna get a Pascal Siakam deal. So I think other teams they may hang up the phone, and then Michael Winger and Will Dawkins they'll get the memo and be like, hey, we 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 just got to take what we can get. If it's a first, you know, we'll just take it, you know, because that is, that to me getting a first is a win for Kyle Kuzma, because oh, like you brought up too, a Bradley yeah. Bill, you didn't get a first for him. Porzingis, you didn't get a first. You know, he would be he would be the first guy out of the solid three to actually get a first round pick back. Yeah, I mean, so that's where I'm at, e. Um, Lower the price a little bit and get what you can get because the biggest thing is we have to start rebuilding, which starts at the deadline. We're not a rebuilding team yet. We're in flux. We're in a gray area. I mean, we have to officially start developing and see what we got in these young guys so we can build through the draft and go from there. We just, you know, you just, you're not going to like the return, but it is what it is. So um, we're going to go ahead and move on. We're going to talk about a trade. Uh, Terry Rozier, we're going to talk about that trade. And what can we get for Tyus Jones? And we're going to preview tomorrow night's game against the t-world but before we do tonight's episode is brought to you by hungry roots so you want to try to eat a little healthier in 2024 i know i do kind of but 
Hungry Root, let me tell you, is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered to your door. They got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. Take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. They'll ask what flavors you like, what kitchen appliances you use, and more. And then they'll keep your needs and preferences at the top of mind and start building your cart with delicious recipes and all your grocery needs for one week. Hungry Root will recommend recipes and groceries based on your taste. Take their suggestions or choose anything you want. They got fresh produce, high-quality meat, and seafood, pantry staples, healthy snacks, and sweets, and very and much more. So all you have to do is right now, don't hesitate, right now, Hungry Root is offering Locked On NBA or Locked On Wizards listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Free veggies for life, love. So just go to HungryRoot.com slash Locked On to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Locked On. Don't forget to use our link so you know we sent y'all. Hungry Root. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And tonight's episode is also brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, what I need, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay guarantee fit, you're get, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. I'm trying to tell you. So with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win, baby. So keep the ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Customers. And Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, plus... Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus the national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So let's get into it. As you um, know or should know, um, Terry Rozier, of the, or formerly of the Charlotte Hornets, was sent to the Miami Heat for... I'm trying to bring up the trade right now. Yeah, I think Kyle Lowry in the first round. Kyle pick. Lowry in a in the first round pick. And I believe it was a 2025 first round pick. Um I gotta pull that up too, actually. Let me let me see if I can find it too. The Rosier trade. But yeah, basically a him for Kyle Lowry in a first round pick. Um, of course, the year definitely does matter. Uh <coughs> in the heat, it's gonna be, you know, it's not it mo- most likely won't be a lot of repick, but I gotta see. Oh, I got it right here, man. Um, so Terry Rozier uh, was sent to Miami for Cal Lowry and a lottery protected 2027 first round pick. Okay. 
to the Charlotte Hornets, which uh, is a little down the line, but I mean, there's a definitely uh, the next four after or the next three after this one mm. definitely have a lot of talent in it. So yeah. I'm kind of compared. It becomes unprotected in 2028, which that's oh. a good thing for the Hornets. Oh yeah, I mean, we, we our pick has got like a thousand protections on it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, um, so looking at this deal, man, uh, and kind of comparing to a potential Tyus Jones trade. Is this kind of what you're kind of expecting? And we can kind of throw in Kyle Kuzma a little bit because we're just talking mm. about it. Uh, with Kyle Kuzma and Tyus Jones, is a first-round pick and an expiring and or a young player kind of the package which you're looking for in return for Tyus Jones or Kyle Kuzma? Yeah, I'm looking right at the Sixers. The Sixers, um, you know, Marcus Morris, I got to look at his contract. But he's a guy that's, you know, in and out of the lineup. And, he's, yeah. you know, he's not. It's more about getting the pick instead of the value of the player. Kyle Lowry, you know, he's he's put up some good. He's had a couple of good games here and there this season. Uh, Marcus Morris, I'm not sure. Let me see how much does he even play this year because I know he's not really in the, in the rotation. He's averaging about six points a game this year. He's played in 33 games so far, 16 minutes per game, so he's really not playing much. Um, Kyle Lowry's actually contributed with yeah. the Miami Heat. He contributed last year in the playoffs here and there. Uh, so, but like I said, it's it's really just about getting the contract, just getting the, the pick back. And you know, you, you think about Evan Fournier with the Knicks too. You know that we talked about yesterday, trying to get our first round pick back, which the Knicks probably will decline something like that. But right now, and they already they already announced it that they were willing to take on, <coughs> you know, quote unquote bad contracts, yeah, just to pile up on picks. So I think that's something that the Hornets did. They were willing to take on Kyle Lowry. Just to get that first round pick because they're they're gonna they're building around Lamelo, Brandon Miller, and Mark Williams. That's those are the untouchables. With the Wizards, it's really just Blau, and then they didn't say Denny, but Denny probably is. If if you had to say anybody else out of everybody on the roster, he's probably the least untouchable uh, compared to everybody else. So basically, the point of it of it all is just just to get that pick, just to get a first round pick. I think that's probably what it would take with the Sixers. Um, because the Sixers are, are reportedly interested in Mar- in um, t- excuse me, Tyus Jones, so I, I could see something like that happening. Um, that in Marcus Morris, he's on a four-year, sixty-four million dollar deal, which is about you know fourteen to sixteen million dollars per year. And then we looked at Tyus's contract; his contract is pretty similar to that too. So I think honestly, it, it, the numbers could where your Tyus is making about fourteen million dollars per year, so the numbers aren't too far off. And we have those traded player exceptions as, as well, where we can absorb money. That should help us with trades too, so we can yeah. take on contracts and just get picks. So I actually think that's something that's realistic uh, there with that with the Sixers getting getting a first round pick back from the Sixers. Oh, absolutely. I think I'm with the. Uh, they say great minds thinking like. Well, I'm mm. trying to say that I agree. Marcus Morris, man. Uh, looking at his contract real quick is making, like you said, 17.1 and Ty is making 14. So it definitely lines up at pick and, and Marcus Morris. I'm cool with that. I mean, you can expire a contract, you get a pick. Boom. I mean, kind of the same thing with Kyle Kuzma, man. Um, the thing with Kuz, as opposed to Ty is Ty is 14. It's a workable contract with most of your spine contracts in the NBA, as opposed to Kyle Kuzma, which he is making what? $25.6 million yeah. a year. So you got to match that money, and obviously the time you know the, the salary goes down after each year. But he is currently twenty eight years old. So you know you wait two three years, how many people are gonna throw you a first round pick for a thirty one year old guy? Which in the NBA is ancient. I'm just saying, like you know, I mean that's that's another reason why you got to make a move, man. In my opinion, I'm sure there's gonna be somebody's gonna disagree. But um, 
you gotta make a move. I mean, like I said, um, with Tyus and expiring and in a pick, that's a win because you're not gonna get a king, king's ransom. Um, just like we said before, man, and I'm kind of gonna reiterate, man, we got a trash return for Bradley Bill, which should have been the king's ransom. You know, we got a trash return pretty much for I mean, I'm not gonna call it trash, you know, we got Jordan Poole, but I mean, right now, what are we talking about with Jordan Poole? We ain't talking about somebody who's going to be like a future. Like now we're talking about down the line, can we flip him? So, I mean, his contract's looking like a bad contract. So, you know, I, we didn't get it first for those guys. So, with Tyus, if you, yeah, if you can get a first and expiring, that is a really good deal because I don't see any more than that, man. I don't see. I think Philadelphia, that would be the move that I would pull the trigger, in my opinion. Like I said, um, I think they're going to do what's best. Do I think that they're aiming a little high? Yeah, but – we got a good front office, you know. Uh, Will Dawkins, Michael Winger, Travis Schlink—they know what they're doing. They're gonna—they're gonna do what needs to be done. So I have all the faith in the world in this front office, um, and the ownership. I mean, ownership's doing what he's got to do right now, you know, just by hitting that reset button. And you know, I have nothing bad to say about any of them, but just—I think that's the most realistic return you'll get for both of them. And even if you look at Shamit and even Delon with their contracts, now Shamit's making ten. So I mean, in a potential deal to Dallas, maybe you can throw Shamit in there. I mean, just to try to get the money to work, man. But and then looking at Delon, he's making an eight point two. So I mean, those guys, I could definitely see all four of them being moved. But we'll see. I think the best case scenario with Kyle Kuzma and these guys, man, is a first round pick. Is is you can definitely get a first round pick for um, Kuz. You know, you know, it's a blessing if you get one for Ties. But you're looking at an expiring deal or a young asset, you know. And you mentioned in the last episode, man, in Dallas with Jaden Hardy, man, that's a move I would definitely mm-hmm. throw in there for Kyle <laughs> Kuzma, man, because, I mean, homie could play some basketball. Yeah. He's a dog, man. So, like yeah, they, oh, yeah, me too, man. I mean, he, he can definitely play. I think he would fit here in D.C. and what we're trying to do. But that's the thing, man. Um, That's the, what the return's going to be. It's not going to be a massive return. You're not going to see a Siakam return. You're not going to. Because, I, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is that, and it really goes kind of deeper. And I and this is a whole nother conversation, a whole nother episode, man. But it just shows you how just how trash it was underneath Tommy Shepard. I mean, we're still trying to dig our way from underneath his regime. You know, and it really shows you how bad it was under his regime because I mean, how are teams really looking at our talent? I mean, they're not looking at our talent like they look at a Siakam or an OG Ananobi or all the guys are, are treating. I mean, even uh, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's got championship experience. You know what I mean? I mean, he's a guy that played on a championship team. I mean, he's a guy who played a lot of good years as a, as a lead point guard in Toronto. So it's just you get what you can get. And that's where I'm at right now with the deadline, man. Um, would I be disappointed if Kyle Kuzma stayed? No, I wouldn't. I like Kuz. You know, I think he'd be really good for the rebuild. Now, I, I brought up the inefficiency. You know, those are things that you can work on. But leadership-wise, leadership I wouldn't mind him being here around for another year. But if we're talking about two, three years, man. I mean, I'm Nah. <laughs> he needs to be moving at some point because he's getting up there. You know, like he's a 30-year-old dude. I, I don't want to say the 29 is old, but in pro sports, once you hit that 30, man, look, expectations change. And the way people view you as a player change. And you do not want to have that contract on the books when he's 30 years old. You just don't. You need, to, you need to get what you can get. And especially when you look at the realm of a rebuild, we got to start rebuilding. So that's why I'm at. Um, with, with ties, I, I can definitely see a, a similar deal with uh, Razier, similar play style. Um, but I think that's what they need to expect. And that's kind of where the bar needs to go. Mm, definitely, yeah. So <laughs> we're going to get into a quick word from FanDuel, and then we're going to get into the preview with the Timberwolves. Um, but before we do that, we got a quick word from FanDuel. 
<clears throat> the NFL regular season has wrapped up. It's playoff time. And there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Um, Tomorrow, you could definitely take the – Actually, <laughs> excuse me, I'm not going to say the Tim Rules money line is a layup, which it probably is. They actually lost on the Hornets last night when Carl Towns put it with 60 points, which is just <laughs> insane. Good God. Um, <clears throat> but I would pick – I'm trying to see if they have some of the stuff out for tomorrow already. So they do have the money line. So the, the Tim Rules are 11-point 11, 11 favorites. I probably would take the money line. But if they t- if they put up double-double for Rudy Gobert, like double-double and win for Gobert, I'd probably take that. Carl Towns, his line is probably going to be at like 29 and a half points. So that's what I'm assuming his points total would be. And I probably would take the over on that. I think he's going to get at least 30. But you can't sleep on Anthony Edwards. So so many angles you can really take on that. And um, Bagley, I've been liking his uh, point total as of late. But it is a tougher (laughs) matchup. So I might stay away from that tomorrow for his over-under. But um, I would definitely take a look at... um, and then Gafford, I'd probably go under on his rebound. Uh, really, under on his rebounds tomorrow night. That's probably what I'm looking at. Under on his boards, double-double and win for Rudy Gobert on FanDuel. And then uh, Carl Towns, I'd probably do a 25 points and um, 10 rebounds parlay for Gobert and uh, Carl Towns. It probably won't be the best odds. It'd probably be like minus 150 or something like that. But A win is a win is a win. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's get into the preview here for um, – and then I would add on Timberwolves money line. That might get to, that might get to plus 100, so we'll see what that <laughs> when they come up with the lines for that one. But uh, let's look at the Timberwolves here and their preview and their roster. Uh, of course, to Carl Towns last night, he <clears throat> had a historical night with about 60 points last night. Uh, defensively, they give a lot of points to the Hornets as they lost to the Hornets. And uh, their coach, Chris Finch, said that their defense was inexcusable. Now, their record right now, they are 30-13, and 13, which is a darn good record. Um, just looking at some of the stats here as well. They are uh, 21st in points per game. They're eight in blocks, which makes sense because of Gobert. Yeah. They're, two in def- they're number two in defensive rebound in the league, which makes sense because of Gobert and Carl Towns. They're 12 overall in rebounding. They're ninth in free throw attempts. They're third in three point percentage. Um, uh, Anthony Edwards is a good three point uh, is a good three point shooter as well. Um, and then uh, defensively, they're number one in points. Where and that makes sense again because because oh, yeah. of Gobert uh, once again. So uh, they they are a good defensive. They're number one in defensive rating. They're 22nd in pace. Once again, that makes sense because they just have two bigs. So they're a slower team. 
Uh, so, Brandon, what are your thoughts on this game, and who who are you looking forward to seeing in this matchup? Um, I'll say this, man. <laughs> I don't want to do keys of victory, but I'll say this: yeah. how I would attack them would be this, man. Um, Cat is not the most defensive uh, center slash power forward, so I would definitely try to spread everybody out and attack the basket. Go at Gobert. Try to get him in foul trouble. I think that's the best bet. Um. To attack the basket. I'm looking at Denny. I'm looking at Kuz, man, especially at the power forward. Attack the basket. Attack, attack, attack. Try to get Ru- uh, Rudy Gobert in some foul trouble. Um, Like you said, they're slow, man. Push the pace. Tyus, push the pace. Push the pace, man. Definitely getting transition, get down there, man. Uh, so looking at the lineups, man, you know, Gafford, you know, is he ready to run? If not, put Bagley in there, you know. But I think that with a team like this, if you want a chance to win, you got to push the pace. You got to – because – you know, Cat and and Gilbert, they ain't they ain't beating winning any races against anybody. Probably against only against you know Gallinari. But um, so that's what I would do. And defense, man, has to be fluid because look, Anthony Edwards is a monster, man. I mean, homeboy sold out of himself the backboard, dunking the man. I mean, <laughs> in my opinion, right now he's MVP, and he and probably he's going to end up being the face. He's going to be the next face of this league, man. I mean, he is that good. I mean, he was young. a mean seventy points last night. Oh, I, I don't know, man. I don't want to put that on this team, <laughs> but I, I say this, man. He's definitely going to eat now at a two guard, man. Well, I mean, you can't really use two guard. I would definitely put Denny on Anthony Edwards. I think that you mm. want to see what Denny can do on Anthony Edwards. I'm definitely putting him on Anthony Edwards, but I mean, they got a team that outside of towns, man. I mean, Conley is a crafty veteran guard. So, Ty's going to have his hands full because, I mean, Conley's been in the league forever, it seems like. So, yeah, I mean, to me, defense has to be fluid. We got to push the pace. And to me, you got to attack the basket. And then, you know, but if you want to spread the floor out, definitely if on perimeter-wise, man, shoot high percentage shots. Don't push, don't rush shots. Don't shoot a lot of contested shots. Shoot high percentage shots. Try to spread the floor out and attack the rim. Because to, to me, I'm going to try to get Gobert in trouble. And I think if you can do that, get him out of the game and try to get their back up. I mean, Nas Reed, he, he can hold his own, but I believe he's, what, 6'9"? He's, he's a kind of a shorter center. So I would definitely attack the basket, E. Um, so I'm not going to do – I think this is going to be a loss. But I think that – look, we say it in football, any given Sunday. You know, in the NBA, you just mentioned it. They lost to the Hornets, and the Hornets ain't too much better than we are. So, I mean, you can win any given night. And I think that if they hold those keys, man, they have a good chance of at least keeping it close with the T-Wolves. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Yeah, I'm looking at um, just Bagley. I want to see how he matches up against Towns and against Gobert. Um, they don't like to step up to the three point line, so if he could, you know, take him off the dribble and get to the basket, I think that oh, yeah. is a way <laughs> that he could score. Um, Bagley, you know, he's not the best three point shooter, but I would, you know, definitely try to stretch the floor, knock down some threes, try to pick and pop just to space the floor out there too. Gafford has actually done a good job against the Timberwolves in the past. You know, lob, getting some lobs, finishing around the rim. And, um, you know, we'll see how Jordan Poole's been consistent. Kyle Kuzma just has to, he has to have better shot selection. I know recently, you know, I don't know what's going on with him, but ever since the Bagley trade, you know, he's kind of been a little up and down. It's only been three games, but he's been a little up and down. Just the shot selection has not been great at all. And then uh, Blau, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep getting to the basket, keep putting the ball on the floor, keep being aggressive, getting the ball in transition, the Euro steps, finishing around, finishing above the rim, alley-oops been doing a great job of that. Danny's been playing pretty well as of late, too. Rebounding. They got to rebound the ball. 
It's going to be a physical game with Gobert and Carl Towns. And then just defensively, man, they got to rebound. They got to be physical. And uh, Carl Towns is going to be it's going to be tough. He, he just came off a heater. And then you got, like you said, Anthony Edwards, who's throwing the ball at the backboard, too. So they got their hands full tomorrow night. They really do. Anthony Edwards can fill it up. So e- either one, Carl Towns or Anthony Edwards can give you 30 any given night. They can give you 30 to, <laughs> yeah. to 35. Apparently, Carl Towns giving you 50 to 60 the other night. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be the, their hands are gonna, certainly going to be full. I think they can keep it close, but I do think it's going to be a loss. But we're just looking for development de- development from these guys. Uh, Tyus Jones, too, keep doing what he's doing as far as, you know, facilitating getting guys open. So um, those are just some keys to development. Just getting back on defense, defending the three-point line, because they can shoot the three well. And uh, rebound is going to be huge tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, rebound. He got their hands full, Gobert, man. I mean mm-hmm. – you know that's pie outside of defense in the paint. That's his. That's his money. That's his bread and butter right there. His rebound. Right. Um, you know, uh, Kyrie Anthony Towns is going to spread the floor. He's going to like if you saw he was hitting some threes, man. Last night there were some deep threes, but I mean they're slow in transition. So Tyus, man, I'm telling you, Tyus pushes the pace. He's going to find some open looks in transition. So I definitely want to see them push the pace, man, and attack the basket. Try to get Gobert in trouble. You know if they can get him out the game and get Nas Reed in there. And I, I oh, would yeah, definitely, yeah. I mean, like I said, Nas Reed can hold his own. He's hard nosed, but he's shorter. So I mean, you know, you definitely try to get Gobert out the game. To me, that was that would be the way I would attack him. Because it, looking at Anthony Edwards, man, you ain't gonna slow him down. I mean, he's just got so much energy, he's got athleticism. He's just he's gonna get his. So I mean, if you're gonna put down on the bet for 25 plus points from Edwards, definitely do that. But I think that we we can play him tough and play him close, man. But we've got to be on a piece of cues, man. We got to pick up the pace and transition, and definitely attack, attack, attack. So, um, so we're gonna go ahead and roll E. Uh, before we roll, man, you got anything else you want to cover? No, <laughs> we're gonna get to comments tomorrow. The first after the first segment, we're gonna get. <laughs> excuse me, we're gonna get into comments. So early, early, we're gonna get into comments tomorrow after the game. All right, man. <laughs> 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 uh, <right>. Yeah, man. <laughs> Y'all heard it here first, man. Like, right, right. That's what we're gonna do. That's how we're gonna do it tomorrow. Yes, sir. We got so, we got a back to back, so there's gonna be a lot of comments. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So hey, appreciate everybody uh, showing up tonight, man. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow night uh, to recap the T Wolves game and knock out some comments. So definitely appreciate you guys, man. So hail to the Wizards and everybody. Have a good night. See you guys tomorrow night. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.